What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Jack, did you say I'm recording? I said I'm recording, um, but then I was like, cool. I, I don't know, dude. I'm recording the game. I liked it. I was like, oh, I'm vibing. I am recool. Recool. Are we vibing? Are we vibing? We vibing. It's a vibe. Oh, it's a vibe. Yeah, British people really, dude. Yeah, bro. British people really, like, will walk into a crime scene and be like, all right, what's all this then? Right. <laughs> Put your hands in the air. Bit of in mess here, isn't it? Bit, bit messy. <laughs> spot, spot mess, isn't it? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I love rich people. Too. Oh man. Well, so before we get into today's episode, I just wanted mm. to give a quick our quick condolences to the city of Beirut in Lebanon because yes. we do have listeners there, and there was mm. a terrible explosion uh, a few days ago. I think it was yesterday yesterday but yeah i, I believe so yeah. in our time yeah so yeah, so hopefully um, everyone is safe out there hopefully yes. you're all okay your families are okay because that's it's this really scary that thing that happened there and it, i mean obviously there's still a lot of information to come out we still don't really fully know exactly what happened there but uh yeah 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 that was an insane um maybe a few years down the line we can do a, a brain boggled about it um, yeah when there's you know. like I, when i actually figure out when we actually know what, what happened, happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah 100 people dead i don't know how and it many keeps ri- it keeps rising like yeah, the number I keeps mean, going up yeah, yeah. um 300 000 people are displaced i think oh, from it god displaced or homeless and like that would have been bad in any time period but like we're in the darkest timeline right now so like (laughs) seriously you know we've got covid and and all that sort of sort of stuff you know kind of uh hurting the the country already so it does it does feel like there are like i mean like we see all the memes about like 2020 um, being like the worst year and it'd be like oh what's this month gonna throw at it I guess mm. I guess August is the Beirut explosion yeah mm-hmm. you know um, Be- the capital of Lebanon was just completely like obliterated yeah. for no reason I mean there's that aside from the fact that it's to- we could do a whole episode on confirmation bias but aside from the fact that it is 100% confirmation bias because bad stuff happens all the time every but year we're just looking mm-hmm. at it now yeah we just have yeah. nothing else to do because we're in quarantine if if COVID wasn't the start of 2019 I don't think 2019 would get like the cursed year thing i think just because at the very beginning we were put all put into quarantine so now like nothing's happening except bad things you know Jack, don't taint yeah. the, the the great year of 2019 we're talking 2020 here mm-hmm. 2019, 2020. 2019 2020 was a good year dude 
That was a good year. 2019 was all right. No, 2019 was not a good year. Well, I'm, yeah. you know, it's I'm just talking was better than this year. I mean, I guess relative, in, in a relative <laughs> sense, it was it was good compared to quite possibly the worst year on record. <laughs> Hard know? times are relative. It's a pretty bad year. I don't know, yeah. but when people like, it's definitely the worst year of of this of this the, the, of, of the century, this, uh, probably. I would century. say maybe yeah. the century. Sure, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. Um, as in 2000, not like the last hundred years, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I of know. like the, the the new century. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, because people are always like, this is, a lot of people are like, this is, this is the worst year that anyone has been alive for. And it's like, no, there are people who, who are still alive who survived the yeah. Holocaust. And the Great yeah, Depression and, I mean, like, and, and the, the Vietnam Great, I mean, War. The, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the bubonic plague almost killed all of humanity, you know? So, like, there were yeah. worse years in history. The Spanish sure. flu, we're also still not even the worst pandemic that America has faced yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Absolutely. we're getting close. Yeah, we're, we're listen, we're, we're fighting for that honor, you know? We're really <laughs> going for it. We're looking, on the, we're looking on the bright sides, I guess. You always mm. gotta look on the bright, just like Monty Python, you gotta look on the bright side. We didn't even mention mm. what topic we're talking about today. Oh, yeah, so, so let's get into the, uh, let's get into our introduction. Was, it, was, there, was there anything else you wanted to do at the top, Bobby? I thought, or, um, Oh, yes. Oh. Was it? I wanted to give a quick shout out to our uh, number one fan, uh, Eva, who eva. she's the one who we you know we we told you about a few months ago she did our drawing and shout out to eva right now she's drawing while she's listening to this probably she's listened to every single episode and she just started listening like a month or two ago and she's listened to us babble for that is not true that she started listening mm-hmm. a month or two ago there is well, there is absolutely no way that it's true time is is very confusing because to me we right got now. We got fan art from her like way more than a month or two ago. Wow. Okay. So like you know, months to me in my head are now like days. So yo, it's just quarantine, Bobby has been like five months so far. Are you kidding me? That's like half a year. Quarantine started in like March, March, Ugh. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, and now we're in August. So we've almost been doing remote podcasts for like half a year. That's crazy. Well, we haven't been doing remote podcasts since quarantine started. <laughs> oh, true. We started in like April or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm anyway, still- nonetheless, shout out to Eva for listening. Shout out to Eva's mom for being the best cook of all time. And also, <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for being a fan. And also, if anyone else wants to try and beat her and be the number one fan, you, you got a long ways to go because she yeah. also just Start ordered a bunch of our merch. Art. She's ordered merch. She's yes, they, done she fan ordered art. Merch She's listening to every episode. Yes, Dude, she's so. really she's going for the crown. Who's gonna take her down? That's what I want. She's making know. a case, <laughs> dropping bars. Although, <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, my dad, dad, you got to do some fan art, John. Do do, do some candle <laughs> fan art. Make a candle of us three. Uh, mm. uh, oh man. Well, anyway, let's get into our introductions today. We're gonna be talking about. Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard because I don't really know what to call it, but I would say, will robots steal our jobs or? <laughs> You know the singularity. What, you, mean? what you said, what you said to us before, was correct. What did I say? The singularity. The singularity. That's what it's yeah. called. The singularity. Okay. This the singularity is what we're going to be talking right. about. I mine's mine's. I, I like mine a lot. I'm actually proud of mine. This one. I Ready. am your. I am just J Jack. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because is, of what does that mean? Singularity, bro. <gasps> one singular mm-hmm. letter. Yeah, dude. Mm. All right, you, nice. guys gotta, you guys gotta do something. All right, mine is I am your little bot B, Bobby. <laughs> and 
Yeah, uh, I wish I right. thought of something before. I was literally gonna say I'm your brobot B, Brent's but <laughs> That's you know. good, bro. Me when I was in high school, bro-bot. I was friends with this kid named Matt, um, mm-hmm. and we would always we would refer to ourselves as the brobots. Okay, <laughs> because we would talk in robot voices during math class. Yes. We were really cool, as you. I can do tell. like robot. I think that's isn't that from uh, Jimmy Neutron. It's probably from any like kid, teen, kid, young adult thing. Like ever. Jimmy Neutron had like a little brother who was like, "I'm your bro." I was thinking AI boom B. Mm-hmm. Ah. That would have been a good one. See, I always did the little bot B. I, I thought you might be might might do like big bot B, but you know, it's all opposite. good. We're all past it now. The big bot. Yes, the big we, we made it through to the other side, and we're we did closer it. and stronger as a result. What the we're heck is the singularity, Bob? All right. Well, mm. so basically, the singularity uh, is you know robots taking over humanity over time in the future that means our jobs that means our houses that means our mm. minds you know God, what are we think, gonna do think terminator think <laughs> you know all like i robot that's a movie right will smith sure i sure. robot that's yeah one. dude yeah I've seen and, that one. and so like i wanted Did to we focus. already say skynet is that skynet one? i said terminator that's part of terminator oh sure. that's terminator skynet yeah, yeah. So, like, I wanted to focus on the specific topic of will robots take our jobs? Because I think it's a really interesting topic that kind of applies to things that we are actually dealing with today, things that we have dealt with, um, and stuff that we've talked about before on the show, like autonomous cars and and things like that. Yeah. Mm. So, this is going to be kind of an open episode. So, feel free to stop me in my tracks and just say whatever you got to say. You guys have some thoughts at home? Feel free to text in at 606. 606? Text brain. We go. (laughs) Yes, I'd like a junior Western bacon cheat. Junior. Junior. Try and watch my figure. figure. All right. So I wanted to start with uh, looking back in the past because we, we tend to think that this is a future thing like robots technology are going to replace the jobs that we have currently like grocery store baggers and and stuff like that but if we go backwards you'll actually notice that there are things that robots have been doing for a long time that we grew up with that used to be done by humans and i thought that some of these jobs were really uh interesting so one of the jobs that robots took is a bowling alley pin setter. Oh. That there, used to dude, be a human job. There's so many things <laughs> that people are like, they're going to... Because, like, you got to think back to... what, Like, think about everything that is done by a machine right now. Yeah, everything. Um, right. Every single thing. There's a lot thing. of things. Yo, oh, dude. What? My like assistant or whatever on my phone yeah like i like the siri but for and it's called bixby um, okay <laughs> bixby it responded to i to what i said about think about what machines do or whatever it like woke up when we asked whoa that i want a ai on my phone called grimsby and i want it to have the voice of grimsby from the little mermaid my little brother Prince robert my little brother uh was in a his high school rendition of the little mermaid um and yeah. he was not cast as grimsby he was part of the ensemble but 
uh, the actor who played Grimsby uh got sick one time and he had to play <gasps> grimsby and i saw that performance where he, he had like yeah i mean grimsby you know he's like the oh bah, 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 you gotta get going bah, bah. i don't even know how to that's not even what he sounds what like, is that I mean. that's like grimsby um, yeah he's like so grimsby harry is the butler i know yeah so he's like a always he's like a he's always busy is what i meant okay okay i see what you're saying um and so Harry had like a notebook that was like that he like just acted like was his like ledger, but it actually just was the script. Oh my god, <laughs> that's actually awesome. Yeah, that's a great idea. Nice. Listen, as long as they were all under the sea, that's all that matters to me, baby. Under the oh. sea was a good song. I watched The Little Mermaid two the other day. Pretty bad. Two? There's a second one. The second yeah, one. Yeah, it's the opposite There's... of the first one. It's about Ariel's daughter going into the sea. And wishing oh. that she had fins instead of feet. Ew, dude, what even who even cares about her? I know. Um, all right, so, so the next setter. job pin setter. Next job, lift operator. Before there was buttons on elevators, you had a dude just like sitting there with the big old Oh yeah. You know, a lever going, Which floor would you like to go to? <laughs> Which you know. is like funny because were they hard to operate before, and then when Probably. they got simplified to just be buttons, you think the lift operator guild or union was like, you can't pull a lever like we can. Be random <laughs> well, people they had to can't send the teamsters in, you know. <laughs> they probably yeah. tried to keep them in there for a while, you know. Like, which floor would you like to go, and then press the button? And they were like, this is dumb because we're just wasting money on people. Well, I don't th- even today. I think. I mean, depending on the set, if I was in like a very fancy like hotel or something, I would be yeah. like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like surprised at seeing a lift attendant. No, it's definitely a classy thing. I have. mean, if I saw one in like my Holiday Inn, I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you? The, the Motel Six. Yeah, yeah, I would Which be like floor, weirded one out. One or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I don't want. Hot towel. I don't. No. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, no, I don't want you to press my button for me. Moist now. towelette. <laughs> a mo- yeah, he doesn't have a hot towel. He just has a moist towelette. <laughs> All right, but the next one is my favorite one. It's uh, it's got a really goofy name. Uh, so it's there used to be a thing called a knocker upper. I was gonna say I, if you didn't bring this up, I was gonna be like, did you know that even alarm clocks took people's jobs? <laughs> yeah, so like before alarm clocks existed, like in the 1920s. Uh, before that, people who had to wake up really early relied on a knocker-upper, uh, or as sometimes they were called, the knock-ups, who would use a, a, uh, a long stick to hit your window until you woke up. The, I <laughs> saw a picture of a woman who would shoot um, like frozen peas out of a, like a straw mm. and like... <laughs> wake up like shoot him to the window yeah like tap like toss pebbles at the window basically i want to wake up to like oh hello sir it's time for your job to, to wake up sir you know Fox be, kinda... be a little a little a little butler i'm, I'm i have mm-hmm. way too many sound effects so far in this episode um okay yes. the next you get one all the sound effects this episode welcome to the new patreon tier <laughs> oh yeah, yeah by the way you guys all got signed up for 80 bucks a month to get this so, sorry <laughs> oh man all right so the next one is uh check out cash non-refundable we've already talked about you know oh hey, what self-bagging shit yeah self-bagging yeah. you go to walmart you don't have to go to the talk to people you know yeah you can just go straight to the to the checkout and not have to worry about anything and it's really easy 
Um, and you find that in more and more places as you, mm-hmm. you know, as we're going through yeah. the motions of the world. All right. The next thing is a railway station ticket seller and uh, factory workers in a lot of cases have been replaced already by robots. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, like the yeah. big one that people talk about. Yeah, like how it's made. You know, you ever watch that show? It's just all pretty much a person putting something you know somewhere for a robot. Yeah, to when I would rest. watch how it's made, I would be like, why are they paying people to do this? Why don't they just get machines? I know, it's like, it's quality control basically like from yeah, for the qual- most part quality control there's also things where it's like there are things that 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 seem simple mm. to do like say you need to orient everything in the correct direction mm-hmm. you know a person just boom flips them over a machine though you're like oh yeah just get a machine to flip them over but it's like oh you need a machine to like you need a machine to detect which ones mm. are not flipped the correct way and then a machine to actually flip them over as well efficiently which could be you know more difficult i mean it's not that i mean now it like wouldn't be that hard but it's like getting the machine mm. to identify things like could be expensive yeah it's all right. about the investment versus the longevity of of the yeah. reward you know and it's like because if you invest in a machine that you take care of you can keep that machine forever yeah whereas like a person will die a person um, will die and you'll have to replace them which means you'll be paying someone in perpetuity forever yeah until as opposed you've... to just the lump sum with the running costs um, yeah. i think it's inevitable that ais take jobs mm. a lot of them like a good portion of them yeah um and ro- robots slash ai i think the next <laughs> thing though is are those jobs that people want because no jobs jobs don't jobs don't cease existing right jobs yeah. continuously exist they just move. um yeah they just move to what else because like people have had jobs since freaking mesopotamia you yeah. know and nothing like we haven't things have changed drastically since then but we still have everyone still has their jobs what it is is it just turns into um i think the singularity though is when like literally like you don't even need you know it's like oh factory workers when their jobs gets taken by robots they now just mm. become robot repairmen you know what i yeah, mean yeah i feel it's like not that the singularity, singularity is more like wally it's know? more like yeah it's more like wally where it's like um it's like well now the robot repairmen are also robots yeah <laughs> um right. and the and the and the people who are the middlemen to tell the robot repairman that their robot needs to be repaired are also robots they're artificial intelligence yeah. and so if you have every sort of good being produced and service being managed by robots um like everything you know mm. People, my friends who listen to this, who happen to listen to this episode, are going to be like, "Oh, here he goes again." But um, <laughs> if there were no jobs, theoretically, if there were no jobs, then the, wouldn't the government be forced to establish some sort of socialist type ah, thing? Ah, communism, where, run, run! Where there is a sort of communist, because it's like, well, obviously, it's UBI, you baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 well yeah we yeah, would have to get so a ubi or yeah. we just get like or we you would just like this is far far in the future but you just don't mm. have money like in star trek yeah um oh no just, my dad always talks about that each person works mm. for the fulfillment of their own achievements and not for um 
like basic living needs are just like yeah, established yeah, for everybody. Like you don't have to worry about like paying for stuff. And mm. like I think I think that if humans move past the worrying of paying for stuff, that um, we could truly be a great civilization. But I think until uh, like as long as there's always money, I think humans are always going to be stunted. Right. I think. See what what I think is going to happen is that one once there's no more need for workers, that the uh, the elites that have profited off capitalism all the years these years will just let us die mm-hmm. no 100%. <laughs> we have everything we need now <laughs> so uh, we don't need you people anymore and then there will be mass you know uh riots in the streets and shit and like mass I, I would i would advocate for like a french revolution style thing again you know les mis let's take to the streets uh burn down the bourgeois <laughs> So, I don't know. But well, yeah, this is all know. really it's interesting. This is all really interesting and I think that this kind of goes to uh to to one of the topics that I had planned for later in the episode, but but mm-hmm. we'll just jump right in because I wanted to talk about like unemployment, unemployment crisis and like mm-hmm. what what that means. And so like what if instead of having an economy where everybody has to work, we had an economy that uses technology to provide for everyone's basic needs. So mm-hmm we don't need to be doing as much work in order to support society when mm-hmm. unemployment is high we tend to see it as like a crisis but like you ever stop and think like what if that's a good thing have you been reading socialist theory robert i haven't but i because I've been what like, you just said is the mm-hmm. basis of socialist theory yeah no theory that is you get there's a there's a concept in in socialism uh Mm -hmm. and it's i forget the actual name of it but it essentially boils down to who cleans the poop Mm. right that in your society there's always going to be poop or waste or something and you always need something to do that you always need Um, a janitor you always need an yeah and what yeah (laughs) (laughs) if you can figure out a way to either make cleaning the poop more rewarding or Mm so that nobody has to because you do it with automation that's like the first step towards um the like uh robust welfare state type mm-hmm. uh thing because we you had mentioned the um the unemployment crisis yeah and the concept of unemployment and a crisis around it is entirely a result of capitalism exactly yeah um because and- because there's this illusion that that we need to fill the space when in reality like job creation is is only effective when there's a demand for that job if there's no demand for the job then we're just inventing a job for the sake of saying that this person has the job and that's yeah. like super unsustainable you know yeah that's the thing is is it's it, that's another concept is why are jobs something that needs to be created yeah why aren't jobs there and right. why do why does the well-being of an individual rely on some weird abstract work contract with some mm-hmm. random person who like sometimes need your help but then like might stop needing your help and then yep. now you have nothing in um, order to have basic human needs in order to, to have basic human needs and so when people talk about like um like recessions and so like the 08 recession and people Mm -hmm. being like oh blah blah blah, government buyout of these big corporations first off government buyouts do not protect people they protect corporations and corporations are not people 
Yeah. Right. Um, and a lot of people think Excuse that, like, me, oh, Citizens United, baby. <laughs> they're, they're people now. <laughs> yeah. But, like, like yeah. you know, it's like, like they, one of the they worst things the that argument. ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> people be like, oh, no, the government, the government protected, like, the 08 recession should have been much worse than it was. The government protect, like, all of these companies were going to go bankrupt, but they didn't. And it's like, yes, but that did not stop people from losing their jobs. Yeah. Buyouts <laughs> protect executive positions and corporate positions. They don't protect replaceable yeah. people. And it looks nice mm. on paper because it's like, oh, we're saving the company. So we're providing jobs yeah. for people. But really, when it comes down to it, like you said, they're replaceable. Like the the, the person that is employed by that company, air quotes, mm -hmm. is any person. It's any Joe Schmo that can like come yeah. in and out of that that place. And so those are, those are the kind of jobs that can. And so the reason why Americans are so worried about about AI taking their jobs, I think, is because of the the late stage capitalism that we exist in now, where it's yeah. like because you need a job and mm -hmm. there is no other alternative and mm -hmm. the fact that it's inevitable that ai that robots like we've seen like robots have taken jobs and it, there will be robots that take jobs mm -hmm. forever as long as we still are making robots yeah. and machines and i mean stuff. let's and look at let's look at a very small example right uh, like let's look at mcdonald's mcdonald's is saving a ton of money by having like these kiosks where people they don't have to pay a cashier to stand there and you know take orders all day they're saving a ton of money even if it, that means that instead of two cashiers they have one they're still saving a ton of money across all their franchises yeah and a big thing of that is now they're making they're they're making you know they're always growing they're always making more and more money but they're spending less money out so they are keeping they're hoarding more of their wealth and instead of raising the wages for the employees they have left they keep that money and so yeah. you see a lot of places like mcdonald's paying minimum wage to people who are working their butts off to try and provide for a family and it's like the the inflation rate of like how are the living cost of young people right now has gone so far up but the wage is not followed at all like I could never buy a house right now. I could never yeah, buy a car I without a loan. I saw I saw something that was like working at minimum wage um, in 1940. Someone could pay off their college tuition by working for like full time for like I, I'm just gonna say it's like one year, right? Um, I mean, even if it was even if you said five years, that would still amaze me. Yeah, it's like it's like just for the sake of one. I don't know the actual numbers. And then it was like today, the average to pay off college, to pay off your college tuition by working a minimum wage job is like ten years or something. Like which is which it's not. It's way longer than ten years, as we all know. But yeah, um, it like the cost of living has gone up exponentially, and the mm. amount that the average worker is being. Um, is being paid has not gone up like has gone up like a fraction of what yeah. of what the right. cost of living is has skyrocketed it's actually mm -hmm. like kind of skyrocketed um in the past i almost like, feel like even our me, parents like lifetime you can yeah and to me it up. feels like the the loan this is like always been my opinion on this like the loans uh you know like let's talk about like financial aid right financial aid allows for schools to charge more because it gives kids the the ability to pay 
whatever it costs to go to college and still be able to do it. So if you took away financial aid, right, all of a sudden colleges are forced to drop their prices because no one's going to be able to go there. No one's going to be able to pay those crazy, insane prices. Yeah. So like, that's my theory, at least like, you know, and it's good in theory, but it might not work. But that's that's how I feel about it. Um, well, they will. You will never. I don't know, dude. Amer- the American education system is so like strange and so set up in such a oh, weird yeah. way compared to other like this whole like all American society is completely structured around the concept of work. Mm-hmm. Um, like every everything is like school. Like school is so you can go to college, and college is so you can get a degree, and the degree is so you can get a job, so you yeah. can work for the rest of your life. Um, paying off debt that you owe and then dying that's that's american life right now um and like you have it being fueled by like american exceptionalism where they're like oh okay well like yes you don't have to pay for college in europe but the schools in america are way better and it's like that's not necessarily true like they're not Mm -hmm. you know a hundred thousand dollars more better right um and it's like and because of that it's america doesn't teach other languages early early enough so um oftentimes like going to school unless you like get really into a language or really into a culture in like high school or something going to school in other countries isn't like a viable option Mm. um like for me since i was really interested in german and i love germany i almost I had seriously considered going to school in Germany, but they didn't really have any programs that I was into, so I didn't really end up doing it. But, like, Americans just don't, like, it's the land of the free, but we don't have options. Like, there's no option. You're kind really. of forced down this one path, and they, they, it's like path, you know, it's like that little political cartoon of, like, the sheeps, and it's like A and B, and they're both going into the two different, uh, you know tunnels but they end up just merging into the same one it's it's kind of like that it's the illusion of social mobility that we have in this country that isn't actually real you know pretty Mm -hmm, much everyone who whatever social strata you're born into is the one you'll spend the rest of your life in. it's it's pretty rare statistically that people actually get out of like wherever you know whatever social background they come from yeah you know yeah. but but we we latch on to these sort of like success stories but as he like look that person did it so that means i mm-hmm. can do it and the, the reality is statistically no most likely you probably won't and the system is designed to keep you in that way yeah. because capitalism just feeds off of cheap exploitable labor it's, yeah mm-hmm. it's it's all mm-hmm. exploitation capitalism cannot mm-hmm. exist without without exploitation yeah right. um and it's there what is it is it newcombs no it's not newcombs um oh it's hold on. uh it's i'm gonna look it up while i explain it but there is okay. yep. somebody had uh what they call the paradox of freedom mm-hmm. um and america is is um is very much existing in this paradox of freedom quote by carl popper yes popper yeah popper's paradox of freedom says that True freedom cannot exist because if there was true freedom, the strong would be free to enslave the weak and Mm. put an end to the freedom. So there can Mm. never be 
um, there can never be true freedom. And capitalism is not freedom because it is it is the 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 strong preying on the weak. Yeah, um, it really is. When you look at it, uh, you know, I, I have this conversation with my dad a lot. Like, we'll, we'll talk about capitalism and and an opportunity to like grow your your business. And you know, we we've disagreed on this. Like, he's like, oh, you should be able to take your small mom and pa shop and grow it as big as you need it to be. I'm like, yeah, but like, you can see where that's a problem with companies like Walmart, which get to the point where they're so big that they're putting mom and pa shops out of business because yeah. wherever they go, they destroy all the competition. And, and you're like, oh, that's destroys the nature opportunity. Of, like, that's just the nature of capitalism. Is right. That, and the, is the thing with, oh, yeah, yeah. keep going. No, that's no, okay. No, I was going to say the thing with Walmart too is that they, their whole thing is they come into a town, they make the towns like bid each other to see who will like allow them to work there for the cheapest. And then they take all that money and they just keep it for themselves oh, and then dude, yeah. force people I've into like basically what we call slave um, slave wages and stuff. So where like yeah, people I've work about, so like, yeah. Walmart like going out and like to like small towns out west and stuff and like doing that a lot. I mean this this like sort of happens <laughs> Yeah. I mean this sort of happened where I live. Like Walmart used to be in uh, I live in a town called One Socket, Rhode Island. Um it's hmm. not like a particularly well off town it's a pretty poor city it's like a small city mm-hmm. and we had walmart for a long time and they wanted to build a super walmart this was like around the time when super walmarts were starting to become a thing oh yeah yeah and the town was kind of like we don't really want you to do that and so they're like all right so they went to the town next door and moved into there put in their super walmart and ever since then like the business in the city of one socket has been shit because they're wow. like all right we're just gonna go next door yeah. they're gonna pay us less and it's literally like on the border of one socket and north smithfield so now all the people from one socket and north smithfield just go to north smithfield and all that money goes to them now because yeah. you weren't willing yeah. to bend to what we wanted so like know, that's just like, like standard practice for them so they hold yeah, you hostage it's, mm. it's literally modern feudalism it is yeah. legitimately modern day feudalism um it's absurd it's like, oh, this Walmart is ascended past normal Walmart. Dude, it's a um, super Walmart. It is crazy how insane. Like, uh, I I should start to say this, but I like got I got lost in my own in my own rant. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, it's it's like Americans have this like they've been brainwashed to have this fear around mm-hmm. losing their jobs. Yes, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like. And it's because I think, I forget who said it, but me and Leah use this quote all the time where it's, mm-hmm. um, Americans do not see themselves as working middle class. Everyone sees themselves as, um, as a dis, as a temporarily disenfranchised millionaire. Ah. Um, and we know a few people who fit that bill exactly. Oh, I know plenty of people who fit uh, that bill exactly. And it's like when in re- which we're like what Brent was talking about that 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 illusion of mobility of social status, right? Um, and like that, like America being preached as this land of opportunity, and you know, like oh, where you can, where you, where you, where you earn, you you work, you earn what you what you get and stuff and it's like that has created people being like where they can't imagine a job or they can't imagine a world without a job 
They yeah. can't imagine a world where it's like, like imagine us, you know, like this is just like, this is just our job. You know, well, the it, thing is like, if our society had the impetus to like start imp- implementing more autonomous uh, jobs to replace people, we would have more money to to disperse and so we could work less and spend more time doing more important things i mean we already have enough money right now to do that and we're not doing that and so i wonder if not even i doubt it will be the more money um it will probably be like ideally like this is like uh, ideally it would be robots do everything right and Mm -hmm. and people get to work for themselves and not have to worry about working to stay alive and keep their family alive yeah um that would be absolutely ideal realist the realistic ideal option would be robots get robots replace all the jobs um the it it will be it will turn it the rich one percent will turn into the rich point one percent yeah as all of those as all of these robots and all of these corporations all of these smaller corporations to preserve the illusion of choice will be owned by two or three megacorps that will mm-hmm. have some sort of law on them that will mm-hmm. cause, because at this point, these corporations will be making hundreds of trillions of dollars. Yeah. Um, so they will have some sort of law that will stipulate that they have, that, that they will have some sort of tax that will then go into the people because they took everyone's jobs or whatever. So they are going to, so we'll be living in a socialist society where people get to work for their own thing, but we'll still have the ultra rich 0.1% who are so unbelievably rich that they'll probably end up owning governments anyway. They'll probably um, own the robots, you know? Yeah. They'll own everything, dude. That like. We, like, we might still have a president, but I'm sure that president will be sponsored by Megacorp 2. Well, no, it's like literally Wally. You know, remember they had the, the president and, and Wally um, by and yeah. large, like with the by and large logo on, on the front of the podium. Yeah, by and large <laughs> bought everything. And then they were like, hey, we know that we messed up the world, but we also built these spaceships that'll <laughs> save humanity. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally what it will be. They're the by problem, large, but they're also the solution. Yeah, <laughs> dude, exact. That is exactly what it's going to be. Is they're going to cause the problem and sell us the solution? Yeah, exactly. That, that is like, like sales one hundred and one, isn't it? What? Yeah, like causing like selling people cars that breaks so that you have to bring them in for repair. Like it's not, it's not something that's completely. Dude, I don't of. understand how anyone can think how anyone can trust any corporation ever. Um, why would you? Th- why would you ever buy stuff from someone who? Who wants you to buy more? Yeah, no one wants you to buy their product once and then you you want to buy from the person who doesn't want you to buy their product. Yeah. Um, because then you know that it's good. <laughs> <laughs> like Pyrex. You hear the story about Pyrex where Pyrex has to had to start making like had to transition their glass uh, making into they make glass for like NASA and like different governments and stuff. Because mm-hmm. when they originally made their Pyrex like kitchenware um they never broke people would buy it and then nobody had to buy it again Mm. so now new pyrex is worse than old pyrex it's been designed to be worse so that it will break and you will buy more sure Uh, um this is getting pretty universal i feel like with things like consumer electronics and appliances is that all that stuff is made way cheaper now so that because it 
back in the day, like you'd buy like a refrigerator and you would have that refrigerator for like 40 years. Yeah. Or you yeah. bought, you know, a washing machine and you just used it forever. Mm-hmm. And now it's like you get like a new refrigerator every like 10 years. You get a new yeah. washi- washing machine every like five to eight years, you know, mm-hmm. like they all break super quick. Well, I was, I was talking about this with my mom the other day. I had mentioned when you were disconnected, I'd mentioned um, the uh, programmed obsolescence in iPhones and about how when that mm. news broke that iPhones actually were being updated to run slower and slower um, people were like right. ah and I'm like you guys are surprised by this yeah like I wasn't surprised by it at all and the other thing too is is you see like it's you it's funny the um, like the necessities uh, consumer appliances at Brennan said like are getting cheaper and cheaper like um, mm. TVs, dude. I remember when I was younger, TVs were so expensive when I was a little kid. Yeah. I remember going to the store and being like, oh my God, these TVs are so expensive. <coughs> and TV prices haven't like, it feels like they haven't changed, which mm-hmm. means like they've got, which means they've, they've gotten cheaper, right? Yeah. Um, because, you know, a thousand dollar TV in, you know, 2003 is way more expensive than a thousand dollar TV today. Yeah. Um, like a thousand dollar, like, a thousand dollar TV today is like nothing. That's mm-hmm. like you can get like a thousand dollars will get you like like the highest high high end TV, and you can get like a very very nice one for like three hundred bucks sometimes. But, but still, like, yeah. Even, I mean, go ahead, Brent. Yeah, I was gonna say like even the TV that I have right now, which at this point is probably like four years old, mm. it's like a forty inch smart TV. You know, all all that shit, which was like pretty good back in the day. I got that for like two hundred and fifty bucks. Wow, you know, what like. What crazy cheap the- whereas like the first the first tv I ever bought was like an old box tv and i remember that i was so so excited because the <laughs> screen was flat yeah, on the box flat TV. TV. and that was like 350 dollars, and that was like in 2004 so yeah, it's like it's absurd. the difference is crazy i have a i have a plasma tv from 2000 and like four like the year my like right my sister was one the year of our lord the year of our lord <laughs> yeah. my sister is 18 and and like she was like only a couple of years old when I got this TV that I have in my room right now, and it works perfectly fine. It's still I play The Last of Us two on it, like it looks awesome. But yeah. we have to get a new like LED TV almost every five six years for like the living room. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to, but the the quality kind of drops. You know, um, you. I, so I was wondering. There's no way like iPhone. Oh, uh iPhone the the first the first iPhone right we're on the iPhone what 11 now yeah um there is no way that what was the f- the first iPhone was what like three hundred dollars yeah um and now they're like twelve hundred bucks yeah um but they're probably there is like no cheaper to make way <laughs> that yeah they're, they they've probably gotten way cheaper to make there's no way there's no way that it is nine hundred dollars better than an iPhone one. Yeah. Um, there is absolutely no way they the, the the margins on the iPhones are probably massive. They have to be massive. Um, you the freaking desktop that Apple was going to release was what like twenty thousand dollars if you bought everything. Like, are you kidding me, bro? Yeah. So I want to kind of bring it back a little bit to let, let's backtrack a little bit back to the uh, unemployment crisis because yeah. I have a few more stats I want to throw out and then uh, I want to move on to a different sort of subtopic Mm -hmm. so i wanted to kind of talk about the you know where we're looking at white collar jobs being replaced first over the next few decades we're going to start to see them disappear i think a lot of them 
Uh, Wouldn't it be blue? Isn't blue collar working in white collar corporation? Wait, that's a good question. Like, what? What is a white collar job? We're, we're yeah, white this- co- white collar is like executive. Blue collar is like working man. Okay, sorry. So I meant I meant blue collar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Good catch. So so most blue collar jobs uh, are gonna favor robots over humans um, long term because you know when you could just pay one investment for for a, a machine that's gonna last a really long time as opposed to paying humans and then when that human retires paying another human that's gonna add up o- over over time and so i kind of wanted to go back one more time to to an example of a technology that was introduced and allowed humans to expand our jobs so like let's let's look at a a small village or whatever um before the plow was invented farmers needed dozens of workers tilling a field like those were all jobs and i'm sure at the time you know when some when the guy who invented the plow came out and said i've got this idea that's gonna allow us to till the fields without any humans all the people were like well then where am i gonna you know get my my money where am i gonna get how am i going to work for for my stuff obviously i feel like in our society we try to like ignore the technology and keep the people in their jobs but it was it's so much smarter to just use the plow um because they have to do the the, you have to do a third of the work to get the same amount of crops planted so this means that people have more time on their hands to focus on other things uh so like if we applied that to like our society today if so many of us didn't have to spend time working for jobs that could be replaced technology then we could put more efforts into like cancer research technology development like all these things that we could spend a lot more time on uh so again kind of going back to what you were saying jack like the 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 socialism theory uh do we just hand out money to people well no not really we we try to pay people more to do less work and that's always going to increase over time i think um the minimum wage for middle and lower class in the u.s is not equal to inflation over time as we talked about and that's seen in the fact that like the cost of living is way too high and so i wanted to throw out these like quick little interesting stats uh in 1964 at&t was valued at 270 billion dollars in today's money and they employed over 800,000 workers in today 1964 19, 1964 what do they even wow. do today google which is valued at 370 billion only employs 60,000 people and then another interesting stat is the the number of men aged uh 25 through 54 which is like the average time span of when people work yeah um who are unemployed or has tripled since the 1960s the workforce has tripled no the 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 unemployment numbers oh the unemployment rate so like Uh. less people have jobs but we're we're trying to force the idea that there is this crisis and really it's just because there's just not enough demand for for labor you know yeah dude right. it's the it's the consolidate what is it called the consolidation of wealth 
Is that what it's called? I forget. Wealth always moves up, though. Yeah. Like, always mm-hmm. does. It never... Trickle um, up economics. Trickle up. Yeah. It's not even trickle up. It's like gush yeah. up. It's like, <laughs> yes. It's like fire hose. Yeah. It's like we throw the money at them, and then they don't drop any back. <laughs> no, they it get is. like a t-shirt cannon with money, and they just launch it up into the rafters. <laughs> it is like it is like unironically... It's unironically trickle-down economics. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's it's... It's it's trickle down economics in the like opposite sense and not in the sense of like, oh, well, it's going to trickle down. It'll trickle down to the lower things. It's like it barely drips down to yeah. the lower. To like the lower if you're thinking levels. of a trickle as in like a little baby, like bloop, bloop, every now and then, then, yeah, that's trick. I could see it being trickle down. Jeff B. There's a website called like spend Jeff Bezos's money or something. <laughs> Um, and you can pay for the cancer treatment of everyone on the planet, um, cure world hunger, and still be like unfathomably rich. Wait. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Like there, there's this. this it, it, uh, also, this is really great TikTok back when you know we were all still like okay with TikTok or whatever. <laughs> but it was of this like young. This is this young girl who was like going around being like, "All right, so I'm gonna be Bill Gates for a second here. I can go around. I could buy like every single NFL football team and still have like a hundred billion dollars left over. And then I'm gonna buy this. And then she was just like adding all the things she could buy and still have billions of dollars. Oh, man. And it's it's insane. Like you should definitely go check that out if you have not seen it. I mean, it was sort of in the zeitgeist maybe like a while ago before the pandemic hit. Yeah, in pre-COVID times, like <laughs> it was like a pretty big meme. Pre but, uh, pre-Bill Gates conspiracy theories. Yes. Yes. I mean, like with a guy that has that much money, you got to wonder like what his incentive would be to like put microchips in everybody. But um, yeah, yeah, I wonder <laughs> how five G's involved. Honestly. <laughs> Oh, we got to do an episode on 5G. Just for uh, sure. how wild it is. For sure. So, I'm just kidding. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next topic I want to kind of discuss is uh, going back to artificial intelligence and what jobs, you know, can be replaced, but also what jobs can't be replaced by robots. And so like jobs that we're going to see disappear. Uh, this is This is not my words. This is like... You know, a couple articles I found the leading expert that <laughs> receptionists, couriers, taxi drivers with autonomous cars, yeah. uh, soldiers, doctors, um, security guards, you know, think Bioshock, like the, the security bots, security drones. Yeah. Uh, accountants. I still have turbo tax. sound in my head from the first. From Bioshock Yep, mm-hmm. I'm awesome. such a good game. Uh, farmers and uh, chefs, and it's crazy. I mean, I you know, you guys know I went to that robot restaurant in Boston called Spice, um, where robots make the food. It's just completely automated. Um, the only thing that is done by humans is they chop the veggies, which, which obviously that could easily be done by robots. Yeah, but uh, I, well, with chefs, it's like. How good, though? Like, Spice yeah, it, was just like a bowl of cooked edibles. You know yeah, I mean, mean, that's kind of the conversation we're going to get into here because, like, you know, Chef's is kind of one that's on the fence because you can create a basic bowl of food that's well-cooked, but then getting into, like, culinary arts and, like, 
making new recipes and stuff that's yeah. a whole other question well because chefs is one like because i assume you're going to talk about artists in the jobs yeah. that cannot be replaced yeah um be like cuisine is one of those weird things where it's like cuisine is one of those weird things where it exists in every level mm-hmm. right it exists on the level of a bag of chips and it exists all the way up to you know molecular gastronomy five hundred dollars a plate for mm-hmm. strawberry foam or whatever yeah um so like food is super food is super because like the base level like yeah like we already see food like we have food now that gets made entirely by robots yeah you know um, yeah cheese puffs and yeah it'd be interesting like to see if there's like oh well this this robot can make sushi and can grill up a a, a wagyu steak and can you know mm. use foie gras and <laughs> stuff like that and it's like oh well now it's, it's still expensive because it's a it's a fancy robot yeah and shit well there's always going to be kind of like i think those levels of of classiness as you go up and and obviously i think the human element is really important um mm-hmm. These, so I'm going to read off a list of jobs that are predicted by like experts to not be replaced by robots. Uh, and those, are, mm. those include software developers, writers, uh, human resource managers, graphic designers, event planners, lawyer. I, I got sick of saying something, so I didn't add the yeah. S at the end of lawyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Choreographers, <laughs> social workers, psychiatrists, and artists, obviously. Um, but that's st- starts to beg a really deep question, which is, can artificial intelligence learn to be creative? Yes, and what 100%. is creativity and what is imagination? Um, um, I found a really interesting quote c- to kind of kick off this conversation. Uh, it's by Cyril Edwin Mitchinson Jode. Never heard him. Never heard of him. But the quote is, "Creativity is the art of concealing your sources." so like not i guess so yeah 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 because the idea that like all art is derivative you know like we're all just like our influences are all speaking to our creations you know no matter how like unique something is there's some sort of inspiration behind it that like informed that creation exactly yeah totally Um, i watched a video presentation i don't know if it was i forget what it was there's like they're like uh, like CG conventions, computer mm-hmm. graphics conventions, right? Um, Summit, uh, the Blender Summit, is that what it's called? Maya Summit? I don't know. There's one where it's like Blender, like the Will It Blend about, Summit. Yeah, the Will Blend <laughs> Summit. Um, no, you're talking about Blender, like the the software, the software, the like 3D animation software. Yeah, the 3D software with a little bit of. They have some great stuff with 2D too. Um, mm. But uh, there was a presentation about um the the dude was like i bet he was like how many of you are 3d or 2d graphic designers or animators and obviously everyone in the room raised their hand um yeah and he was like how many of you think you're protected from having your job stolen by an ai and all of them rose their hand um and he was like what if i told you that you were not entirely correct um Mm. because ai will AI has the potential to take up the all of the oops all of the tedious parts of um of uh of graphic design, of of digital creativity. Yeah. 
Um, like, can you imagine if uh, instead of having to go through the entire video and cut out all the parts that, like, cut out all the stops and stuff, you just send it through a thing that cuts mm-hmm. out all the uh, ums and gaps and stuff that needs to be cut, and then you just have all that extra time to, like really sclamp up that video <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um like that's what they're talking they're talking about like they the, the example that he used was he put in parameters for um like materials dimensions uh locations different like accessories he put it all like for generating a town mm-hmm. into a randomizer and then he randomized it and it just made it made like a small like town of wooden houses and then it's mm. up to the artist to go in and like, okay, I like tweak things, give things some more character, put some detail in where it needs to be. But AI for digital art, at least, um, can really help uh, streamline things. I mean, we see it now yeah. with um, with video physics games engines and, and video yeah. games and yeah, and um, stuff like that. And you even in like, um, in. Uh, like an After Effects. The well, Premiere the Pro, whole... you can synchronize audio without having to do anything. Yeah, you now. synchronize audio without doing anything. There's a whole list of animation presets. All those yeah. animation presets are all like AI streamlined um, stuff where you just put it on and it just does something. Yeah, um, or expressions that, that have been pre-written, stuff. you know? Yeah, expressions where you just... Yeah, the, yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. So, yeah, I think AI is going to take... I think it's going to take over, not take over, but I think it will. um, I don't want to say AI Mm -hmm. automation machines and eventually into AI. um, I think if humanity does it correctly, it could be great. It could be great. Yeah. But I don't think humanity is going to do it right. I want to, I want to send this video to you guys and I, I don't know, Brent, maybe we can play it in the pod, um, but I don't want to add more work. Um, (laughs) So basically it's a, it's an artificially intelligent uh, made song that I found on YouTube, and I just think it's really interesting. You don't have to listen to the whole thing, but um, if you guys want to give it a quick like check out is, at some point. Is this the Eurovision song? Yes. Dude, this song is like legitimately good. It's a banger. Hmm. Like, it's crazy that like AI made the song. And then there's another one that I like. Uh, uh, a lot of people you, don't think it was actually created by AI. Did you see, hear that? Uh, you ever hear that song, uh, "Daddy's Car"? It's like it's a song composed by AI. It was performed by mm-hmm. humans, but it was it's a Beatles song. It's supposed to be like a new Beatles song, um, and oh. it's it's really interesting. So yeah, if you guys have a chance, look up uh, list the listeners at home. Check out the song "Daddy's Car" online. Daddy's Car. Um, it's it's completely composed by artificial intelligence and i just think it's really cool um oops i closed out of my i closed out of my (laughs) google doc this recording Mm. is a mess so far oh it is yes this video this episode's coming out friday i'm just gonna decide that right now for you brent (laughs) (laughs) uh we'll we'll see maybe if i don't sleep again tonight like i did last night because of the power outage and maybe i'll just be up you yeah. didn't oh, sleep Brent. Oh, it, it was so hot in the apartment oh, and no. I had the windows open and our neighbors, I guess, decided that, you know, because their power was all out too, that they would just go outside and fight in what? the streets. 
like yell at each other in the middle of the street and there was at least five different houses in the neighborhood that some had some sort of wired up fire alarms they were all going off simultaneously That's so like so every nice. 10 to 15 seconds you would hear <laughs> i would have just gotten up and, and it's, something it's it was rough it was because i was so exhausted already by that oh, point yeah. that i was like i'm just gonna try to sleep and it was just it was real bad well, it was real bad brent i urge you to go get a good night's sleep tonight and then uh you know edit the yeah. pod if you got it i don't, it I don't have anything pressing to do tomorrow anyway let's be real i don't know <laughs> true <laughs> yeah neither do i honestly like, i got a lot done today <laughs> um so the last thing i wanted to talk about is you know some people <laughs> would argue that uh create s- synth- like synthesizing creativity uh like for example copying uh and combining paintings into like a new painting isn't creativity it's it's just high level of synthesizing but i would argue to those people that uh, a gorilla could could make art and it could still be art why can't a computer and you know you remember that episode of love death robots with the zima blue uh, yeah yeah nobody knew he was a robot but he was the biggest artist in the world and so if we didn't know that some that an ai had created art we might get a value and so I mean, then there's, yeah there's plenty of ai generated art um yeah people like you don't even realize exactly uh, so i think it's well, possible i mean you would have to like if we're going with the hiding your sources um then like yes ai can be creative yeah um but if we're going with the definition of like well because cre- creativity is such a it's such a weird thing because you get to find a base as low as like anyone who anything who <clears throat> wants to create yes you know and yeah. do you have to have the want there do you have to have the intention well there? i saw do you it, have to be conscious of what you're doing i saw another interesting creative? thing of like what is imagination and because like we you wonder like what defines our you know this is a lot like the conversation of like what defines consciousness um yeah. but i i saw an interesting quote that was like imagination is just intelligence having fun and so it makes sense yeah if there's like some that. kind of artificial intelligence that can just you know have a program to do things and it's it's just them doing things that that they f- want to see um yeah but like that, do they have a, does a program have a want is there a does- purpose is there a intent behind it i don't think so that's where gets yeah. into the question of consciousness does, in, does intent i feel like intent does have a big part play a big part in creativity i think yeah. it has to because yeah. otherwise me because like i don't think otherwise it's a pattern i think yeah because i don't think accidentally spilling my paint onto a canvas is creativity yeah but i do think taking a paint can and throwing it onto a canvas is creativity mm-hmm. um and i get and could and then the only difference there is intention right because like if you had a robot you know that that was programmed to do that would you call the robot creative no you'd call the person who programmed the robot creative because they yeah. were the ones who added the intent it's like when you see when, when, when you see, like, oh, this painting was made by an elephant. This painting was made by a chimpanzee. 
Mm. Um, it's like, okay, well, did the elephant go? I am painting. I am creating something that is a reflection of me in some way. Or did the elephant go? I can make lines if I move my trunk <laughs> with this thing in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like what is the like? Were they trained to be able to draw something specific? Yeah, are they trained yeah, did- to? Are they are they painting or are they making lines with a paintbrush? I think is yeah, the difference. Right. Right. Did the elephant say that its favorite idea was being creative? We don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite idea? <laughs> Mine, Mine is re- being creative. Re- it's such a uh, weird thing. We still haven't done our Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared episode. Yes, we have to do that. Yeah, Honestly, I, I think that might be my next one. Because this was a good open one. Um, that's kind of all I have for this. You know, we could probably do a whole other episode about the singularity. Um this was more focused on the the can robots take our jobs part of it. And I yeah. would say the definitive answer to me is yes, for sure. I think yes, they can. And yes, they will. I think there's certain yes. jobs that they won't take just due to human preference. Like, I th- yeah, I think sports is one of them. Like people like the human element of sports. Oh, dude. Yeah, I think actually sports is something that I think that will mainstream probably never. Um, yeah. It might get to the point where it might be like, um, I think there will be, maybe there'll be different leagues. Maybe there'll be an, uh, like an Android league. Yeah. Um, that'll just shatter human records. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> but part of what's interesting is watching humans push themselves to the limit. And, yeah. Uh, I think humans, mm-hmm. humans competing like as a human will always be, um, always be intriguing. Yeah. Uh, Even though theoretically they could be replaced. Yeah, I mean, we saw that with the... um, Robo race. Yeah, with Robo race. Yeah, yeah, Robo race. um, Where it was like, it still is human competition, but just different. Because it's about programming AI cars instead of driving cars. Or running 100 feet as fast as you can. And whoever's the... You kind of think about how funny Mm. some human sports are. Yeah. (laughs) Some of them are literally like... How far can you throw this thing? If you can throw it the farthest, you win. How fast can you run this finite Dude, distance? But but you know How it sounds so dumb. How long can you run for an infinite distance? It sounds so dumb. But then if you like pull up a video of Usain Usain Bolt, like you're like that's sick. It's amazing. It gives you chills. You're like look at human. Look at the human. Can look at humanity. Look bro. at this look machine. Look what we can achieve. Look at this machine. Like we 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 our bodies are a machine. They're they're amazing. Like you say, like, Bolt's daughter's middle name is Lightning. Oh, nice. Her name is Olympia Lightning Bolt. That's amazing. Nice. Yeah. And Olympia, like uh, Mount Olympia. Yeah, uh-huh. it's pretty good. I think it, oh, yeah, it's like Mount, Mount Olympia. I think it's supposed, yeah, it's like all tied in Mount Olympia. I think he was like yeah, part like homage to the Olympics itself. Mm. Zeus, mm. Yeah. Lightning, Zeus, Olympia, Mount Olympus. My dad, it was like an Asian son named Zeus. Yeah, Zeus and twin <laughs> Zeus and Jupiter. That'd be kind of mm-hmm. that'd be sick. Jupe. What would you call him? Jupe. Jupe. Like Jupe. That. <laughs> Sounds bad. That, that feels wrong. Yeah, that does feel Peter? very wrong. It feels like a, sl- a slur. I don't know. Uh, Maybe Jupe. Uh, no, like that him. sounds bad. It, it does sound slurish, doesn't it? <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, all honestly, right. Well, I think I, I think it's good to 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 wrap it up here. And I just want to mm. give a, another shout out to our listeners for being the best listeners in podcast yes. history our numbers are going up so it's, we have a lot of new people 
send us yeah, an email so, yeah. i like when we get emails even if it even if it isn't like even if it's literally just hey guys i like your podcast i like yeah. reading emails from you guys yeah. i really do yes <laughs> i like hearing from the fans um yeah. and we, if you're like we respond to everything too so we do yeah, we do we will we will chat with you all right if you're sitting here wondering where you can send an email to you can send one to brainboggledpodcast at gmail.com that's brainboggledpodcast at gmail.com true if you don't want to send us an email you can uh subtweet us on twitter um or actually tweet at us or dm us on twitter which is at brain boggled pod our instagram is at brain boggled yep uh, you can dm us on there to sub insta post us and is if there you're any like version, Eva, is there a version of sub like subtweeting but on instagram I think you can repost posts to stories. No, no, no. Subtweeting. I'm not talking about retweeting. Subtweeting is when you make a tweet where you don't at someone, but you're talking. You're obviously talking about them. Oh, interesting. Bobby, you don't even know, Bobby. I don't Such even a know. Boomer. I'm a boomer. But like, yeah, if you're like Eva and you want more brain boggled content, but you don't know where to go to get it, Jack, where do they go? Our website. Is it our website? No. Want me to our plug? patron. Because oh. we have extra content okay. for those people <laughs> who like, ran I don't know out. If you want me to plug the website? <laughs> I didn't Patreon set up very right well. Um, yeah, you can go check out our patron uh, Patreon, become a patron, and get extra bonus episodes where we talk bubba, about bubba. video games bonus and app. movies and all kinds of cool, fun zeitgeist pop culture stuff. Um, it's a lot of zeitgeisty stuff. I will, yeah. I will admit. So, um, where is our website? If we're going to do the plug website too, what's rainboggledpodcast.com. Go check Watch it out. Shop. Go check it out. Specifically the shop or not or not. You don't have to buy the merch if you don't want to buy the merch, hmm. but, All right. but it would be pretty cool if you did. It would be pretty Don't you want to look cool? Don't you want people to look at your merch and be like, where'd you get that sweet sweatshirt? <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, this is actually merch for one of my favorite podcasts of all time, the Brain Bottle Podcast, um, where uh, you can listen to it. And then, you, you like, if you're wearing the merch, you uh, we should put, like, a little clause in there that says, by wearing this merch, I agree to fully <laughs> plug all of their social medias and the entire pod anytime somebody asks me about this. Like, kind of like what you did, Jack, for a while, where if someone said anything about brains or boggling, you'd say, brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com. I was such a fucking asshole when, it, when, we, <laughs> when we first started the pod not when we first we, when we were like a month or two in I would be like hey guys I, like when I needed to introduce myself I'd be like you guys may know me from the Rain Boggle podcast <laughs> when we had, when, this is when we were getting like 20 listens an episode oh man <laughs> I love doing this yeah. show and I love talking to you guys and this is so much fun mm. and uh, we love listening to ourselves talk just kidding we don't do that I love lamp. Yes, yeah, so, only I love that because I'm the only one who has to listen to us talk yeah, again true. after we have That's this conversation. Oh man, let's end it before Brent like dies. He's a freak. No, I don't yeah, anymore. This is be a heavy. Li- I'm gonna do some heavy lifting for this one. Yikes! Oh, oh boy. Yikes! <laughs> All right. Well, let's sign off. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.